Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hi, everyone. Um, Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest (laughs) on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT. It's been a while. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Welcome to The Spilled Tea. I'm your host, Emmy Morgan. Um, We're back. We took a little bit of hiatus, but we had to come back for this one. I have my beautiful friend with us. His name is Phil. Do you go by Phil or Philip? Um, actually, I, I usually introduce myself by Philip. I uh, I say, why, why not deserve the ex- extra syllable on my name? <laughs> there you go. So, Philip. And pronounce your last name because I don't want to mangle it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that was close. It, it is uh, Mangan. <laughs> so, Mangan. Philip Mangan. Perfect. So, we have um, Philip Mangan here. He is somebody that I connected with on Instagram. He's a model. He's a vegan activist. Yep, I just made that up. I don't really even know if that's a real thing. Um, and he's just an all-around good guy. And what attracted me towards him as a human being, the man loves Captain Planet. I mean, come on, how can I not love him? Um, <laughs> that's actually how I found him on social media. I was looking um, looking, aka stalking, someone on the search tool in Instagram, and right before I was going to search them, I saw this guy in like a Captain Planet outfit, and I'm like, no, no, there, no, this is weird. I loved which, Captain which, Planet as a kid. If which, you didn't realize, which, so I uh, which on the one picture, did you? Uh... And there's this. Okay. This tall, gorgeous, dark-haired man with the best hair I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and so I, of course, followed him, started talking to him, and now we're here. So, welcome. <laughs> what, th- well, thank, thank you very much for having me. Uh, just, just out of curiosity, what, what, um, do you remember which post that was? Because I've, I've obviously done a, a couple Captain Planet uh, posts uh you know, in the past like year of, since I got the outfit, I actually got it last. Um, I bought it for last Halloween, knowing that um, I have a Halloween costume for, for life. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> I want to say you were what? Were you on a beach or something? I can't remember. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was on a beach for one. It was uh, when I was in uh, in South Florida visiting my family. I did some photos, and um, you know, it was more geared towards the plastic straw movement and um, this trash mm-hmm. on the beach. So maybe they, there was one of me, like I, I, I've brought it to so many different locations. So I've had it in like the mountains and, um, you know, mm-hmm. in, the, in, in downtown, like New York and, you know, just different. I, I, I always think it's like, it's really cool to like see that, that colorful outfit in different settings, especially like I was in Yosemite national park and it was snowing and I had it on, you know, it's just, it was wild. Now, how do people react when they see it? We'll see you in it, actually. Um, it, well, actually, I was just at the um, the big uh, climate strike 
um, mm-hmm. the march in New York City like a couple weeks ago. And, you know, like mm-hmm. mainly, you know, main, mainly younger kids were there. And, you know, the thing is, like most of them, they don't, they don't remember, they don't know of Captain Planet. Yeah. That was from the 90s, no. you know? So they, know. they like were, they were calling me like Spider-Man or Captain America <laughs> or, you know, um, which I was like, no. And then some of them actually knew it. So it was really cool. But, you know, it's, it's always cool to see like the, you know, our, our generation and, you know, the older generation mm-hmm. who knows who Captain Planet is. And there's just mm-hmm. always just like a great, res- a great response. Like yeah, I went to this, um, this event this past weekend it was called uh litter rally so basically their their uh their whole concept is where they're creating more of like a litter uh picking up the streets but like a dance party kind of concept so as you as you pick up trash they have a dj and uh some live instruments Hmm. people playing live instruments and it's basically like a party while you're picking up trash and i was like you know what what better place to go and bring Captain Planet to? And I mean, everyone react. Everyone loved that because I was just dancing around <laughs> in the outfit, uh, like. And then like we're in Chinatown <laughs> of New York City, and people are just you know like what is going on? But it just you know brought smiles to people's faces. And you know if I can, you know I always say like if you can kind of catch people's attention in one way and uh, get them more interested in something, you know I- I'm all for it. Yeah. You know? Mhm. And do people shout like Captain Planet? Uh, some some no. do. I mean, the, yeah. one, the ones that do know, the ones that do know, but uh, you know, they right. they get excited and they want they want to take a picture. Um, but you know, <laughs> we'll we'll see. I mean, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep wearing it and see. Uh, you know, in, until it catches on even more. Maybe they'll maybe they'll want to bring it back and uh, hire me to star in it. <laughs> there you go. Now, um, let's actually get into that. Let's start off with. Now that we know, like, a little bit about you, where did you grow up, and um, what was your family structure like? Okay, I um, so I'm from uh, Florida, South Florida, um, a little right outside Fort Lauderdale, um, in, a, in a little city called Pembroke Pines, Florida, um, and I have uh, two brothers, so I'm the middle child, and um, mm-hmm. my older brother, my older brother, he's only, like, 14 months older than me. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, so, like, we were, we grew up together, and then my younger brother was just, you know, nine years, a little over nine years younger than me, so. Wow. Uh, big, 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 big separation, um, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I, I was, I was raised with, you know, like, in a, in a really, really good family with, um, you know, my parents that, they, uh, they instilled really good morals into me and my brothers, and, um, you know the the family structure. You know it's, it's definitely always like even now I really just look up to my parents, um, their their relationship. You know together. You know it's something to strive for for me and even like the you know their work ethic. You know it definitely mm-hmm. um, has motivated me to you know be better in in many ways and you know can continue. You know, I mean, I've taken a completely different path than they have, but you know, what's great mm-hmm. about it is they're very open. They're very open and supportive of what I've done in you know over mm-hmm. the years. And you know, I definitely am the one, the one uh, child that is a, a little bit more of an outcast compared to you know, you know what the other guys have done. You know, my my mm-hmm. parents are basically accountants, and my my older brother he ended up becoming an accountant too. And, um, oh my he, gosh. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, and not only that, he uh, he married his high school sweetheart, and he has three children, and he has three children of his own. So um, when I look at you know someone that is my brother who is only fourteen months older than me, you know, and then look at my life, we live very opposite lives. You know, I've never been Mm -hmm. married before. You know, I've Mm Uh, created my own like company and my own jobs and you know I've lived in numerous places and then um and I don't I'm completely fine with that you know like I'm in my own way and then you know my younger my younger brother is you know super super smart and uh he's uh living out in uh San Francisco and in in the tech world and he just got engaged and so it's you know it's, it's great because I have I have such a you know, a, a great family to, uh, you know, to, to be in that actually supports everything that I've done. And I honestly wouldn't be where I am without them. So like, I, I just am very, very thankful for, for being a part of this family. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to just seeing what, what happens next on our journey as a family and continue growing our family, you know? So, um, I was honestly, uh, at the end of the day, I was just I'm very fortunate how I grew up. And, um, I think, a big part of me that you like, you know, you know, now is, is mm-hmm. basically from the way I is, a, you know, from how I grew up. You know, I've, I've always held those values, the highest morals that I have. Nice. Now, in South Florida, because every time I look at the news, when I want to, when something kind of either transphobic or racist happens, it's in Texas. If something out of the world crazy happens, it's in Florida. The part of Florida you come from, what is that like? Is it like the craziness of the rest of Florida? Is it like, can you describe that? I think, no, I would say it's very, uh, I grew up in a really good neighborhood, you know, like a very, mm-hmm. really like other other families and just very safe neighborhood. It was uh, it was actually an up and coming neighborhood when uh, when we first moved there. Now it's so built up yeah. and, um, yeah. you know, but it's, it was just a very, very, um, you know, to have, you know, and I, and I grew up at a different time too than like kids nowadays. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I was out, I was out playing in the front yard, um, every day, you know, and with knocking on the doors to play with my friends doing sleepovers, et cetera, you know, so I, yep. you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to have grown up in that time, but you know, the area that I lived in, I feel like I was very, I guess, it was good and bad in certain ways. Like, you know, I was definitely very sheltered from a lot of what is out there and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, but it, but only, it's only a matter of time before you kind of like start venturing off and get interested in in other areas. And you start seeing that, you know, like, like where you live, like, you know, was actually a a great place to be and, and how fortunate you are for being able to live there. So I definitely, you know, my parents do not live in that same area anymore. They actually moved when I ended up moving to New York city three years ago, but, um, wow. you know, like we, yeah. They, so they sold their house. It was kind of like almost, it was pretty amazing. Cause you know, I didn't think they would ever move from there. And, um, I, I like to think I inspired, you know, with my, with my lifestyle and, you know, ready to just kind of take on, you know, new challenges and a new adventure ahead. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I told, and I just kept reminding him that, you know, like it's a new adventure, you know, like, and I know my mom was very, very sad to move out of that place, but, you know, it, here's this like, you know, a thing that like my dad told her was like, you know, Hey, 
Um, if you don't want to move, you won't move. You know, I just, I just want to be with you. So just that can just tell you how much, Aww. you know, like my, my parents, how sweet they are, and especially my dad and my mom's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into, cause you had mentioned, I, I think we mentioned off air actually, you had mentioned you, you aren't in a relationship now. Is that because of your work schedule? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's funny because it's uh, at first, uh, so I haven't been in a relationship for over four years. Um, mm-hmm. what's, I mean, uh, man, it's going to be almost like five. <laughs> wow. I think about it. But um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, the thing is, at first, it was about um, really, really about self growth. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, basically, long story short, I got like, you know, my heart broken. And um, oh. I uh, was at this. I was in this uh, kind of like transitional period of my life to where it, this girl, you know, like was like my first kind of like love, you know, real love. And um, it kind of made me want more out of my life and compared Mm -hmm. to what I was doing. And, um, you know, when she broke my heart, I thought, you know, like, Hey, you know, I can look at, I can look down and go back to like my old way of thinking where I can use this as like something positive and kind of like continue on my journey and um, yeah, from there, it, from there, it just became like about self growth. And you know, once you kind of get through that that pain and, and start building it up, you know, over time, and you get stronger, it's you know, you you start really thinking about you know how you, how you're pretty fine being alone, especially if uh, mm-hmm. you start really channeling self love. And um, you know, like that kind of was it for me. And then when I when I kind of I kind of was open to uh, you know, meeting someone, but when I moved to New York three years ago, you know, mm-hmm. it was kind of like one step in the process of like, um, you know, I, I basically, I own my own business. It was a party bus company um, before I moved to New York. And uh, it was kind of like the, a really big transition. I didn't move to New York for modeling or anything like that. It was just kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm shutting down the business. I'm moving to New York. And then, I'm going to find a job. So like that was kind of like I m- my mind was set to kind of like where where's the next move? I can't let someone else interfere with like me trying to grow myself in in in, mm-hmm. in in New York. Yeah. So then when I moved to New York, I was pushing girls away basically. You know, I was like, you know, I'm just looking for friends kind of thing. And I really was. I just I didn't I didn't know anyone here. I I didn't want to jump in a relationship just because I was new to town and and right. depend on someone else and, and give them all that energy. Mm-hmm. And then um, I ended up pushing all the girls away, and they didn't they couldn't just be friends with me, you know. So it ended up just you know not being friends at all. And I was you know it was definitely kind of a, a lonely period at first being here. Yeah. But I I had a I had a great Dane, and he's my dog, and I I spent a lot of my time with him and I'm very fortunate to have had him the first year I was up here. But, um, after that, you know, uh, even, even more so like, you know, the, probably the past, I would say two years, you know, I'd kind of be, you know, I'd be open more so to meeting someone and, and seeing where it goes. But, you know, it's funny is like a lot of the, a lot of the people, you know, I don't have a nine to five job. It's like, I'm not really no. meeting and I don't love, and I don't love going out to bars, you know? So mm. for me, some, for me, meeting someone is a little bit harder. And then when I actually do meet girls that actually catch my eye and, I, and, and I'm and i interested in them after, you know, even at, like, in my, the jobs that I do and stuff, 
you know, they end up always being taken. And it's like, uh, of course they are. That, uh, like, I was like, of course they are. You know, they're, they're like, there's someone I'm actually interested in. Of course they're, they're taken. And um, it's kind of been that way, you know, the past, like, little bit. But at, at the end of the day, you know what, I think, you know, I could be easily on, like, these dating apps, but I just don't, I don't like them. And I, and I think if I'm going to, if I'm going to give my energy to something, it's, it's like, I should just give my energy to what I'm trying to build and grow right now. And then if I can, uh, if I meet someone along the way, that's great. But, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. feel like the thing is, the thing is, I don't feel like I'm lacking, which is obviously a good thing. And, um, but, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time, I would love to have a family of my own one day and, and, and share and share like, you know, the experiences that I'm having with someone because now that I've been alone so, so much, it's kind of like, all right, well, it'd be kind of nice to actually have, you know, someone in my life again and, you know, do things with someone on a consistent basis yeah. rather than just, you know, kind of uh, bouncing around all the time. So it's, uh, yeah, I get it. it's just one of those things, you know, but we'll see, uh, we'll see what the, what the future holds. Who knows? I totally get it. I've actually, um, because I was after my last relationship in 2011, I decided to become celibate and single until my next relationship. So yeah, I've been celibate and single since August 2011. I do not miss it. And just like you, I want to wait for that connection. I don't want to be in a relationship to be in a relationship. But right, I so will tell that's, you this. That's awesome. I go ahead. I know. I said that's awesome. But um, I also tell people, I am single. I am not alone because I have friends that are single, and I like. I don't mind being by myself. I really don't. I go to the movies by myself all the time. And next week I have a whole staycation. I'm just going to do whatever I feel like. So, yeah, I tell people I'm single, not alone, because alone sounds really sad. (laughs) That word just sounds sad, and I know you're not a sad person, so. No, no, that's great. I, I love the, I love that, that whole uh, approach yeah. to it. Single, not alone. And yeah. I, and I, I completely, I completely agree. I think, um, I think a lot of people are in relationships that shouldn't be in relationships. Um, oh, I yeah. think, you know, I think a lot of people are expecting someone else to complete them. And um, when you should be able to complete mm-hmm. yourself and, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and that, and that's the way I feel like, and I think that's kind of like why I've been uh, maybe so, so much pickier when I, uh, look at girls in in like you know in sorry that I want to get into a relationship possibly with is like yeah you know hey do I am I gonna feel like they're leaning on me that in this way like I I feel like a relationship should be just two people um, that are independent and great without each other and then they're just right. greater together you know right. um, you know and they and, and they share that but they can easily do their own thing. They're not dependent on each other. And, and, and you know, I mean, obviously they, they support each other, but they're not dependent. Mm-hmm. No, I so. understand that. I totally agree too. So yeah. let's just go back to you being, you, you moved from South Florida, you sold the party bus business, you walk into New York. What was your game plan? <laughs> Like, because well, I don't think I could ever, I, I've moved across state in Massachusetts. I could never move like 3,000 miles or however many miles between Florida and 
uh, New York and just be like, okay, I'm just going to do whatever. Like, wow. <laughs> what? Wow. I, I would I would say, um, so, you know, I, I wanted to move to New York for a while. And uh, okay. when you run a business, when you run a business, mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, you especially one that is, you know, a ser- of, of, of like service where it has all these moving parts to it um mm-hmm. you know you have to you have to be in that physical location if you want it to succeed and um right. you know and uh you know at first it was it was a great business and uh i really loved maybe more so the benefits of the business as far as like mm-hmm. i got to, i traveled a lot i traveled a lot i traveled across country a couple times on one of the buses and uh you know and then I, you know, I, I even learned a lot on, in the business, but at the end of the day, like I kind of outgrew the, it's kind of like, like a lifestyle business, but I, I mm-hmm. eventually outgrew that lifestyle. I didn't, you know, partying wasn't appealing as, as much to me anymore, but, um, yeah. you know, so when, when they raised the insurance rates, it's kind of like right away, you know, this is my chance to kind of finally move and, and, and I, I felt this, this energy that I haven't felt in a long time. It's kind of like, you know, when, when you've been waiting for something, I, I think it's kind of aligned at that moment. And it was like, okay, this, you know, you've been patient and now this is a sign telling you it's time to go and move on. And, you know, I always like to kind of backtrack, you know, things and see how they work out. Like, you know, you ever kind of like rewind and be like, if that didn't happen, that didn't happen. You know, it would, this wouldn't have been like this. I mean, when yeah. I kind of trace back, when I kind of trace back things, it's just kind of crazy how they were all pointing me in that direction. And I was, you know, I guess basically I could say is I was aware of the signs. So when uh, when I really uh, kind of noticed that, I kind of set my mind to it. I had a kind of a set date, and I was like, all right, you you know, like you know where you want to be. That's the most important thing. I just I just ran my business, you know, for six or seven years it was, and I have mm-hmm. two degrees. I have plenty of experience. Someone is going to hire me if I need to take, like, any sort of job. But, you know, I had, I had my mind on, like, moving to New York and possibly getting some sort of marketing job. I have a degree in marketing, you know, and that was the one okay. of the things that I loved. That was one of the things I loved the most about my company was, like, uh, marketing it, you know. So I was – I was super big into like, you know, branding it and, and, you know, just creating that image of the company and selling that. And um, mm-hmm. so that was kind of, I knew kind of in the back of my mind what I wanted, but at the same time, I kind of just had this space and was just like, let's just do it. And, you know, I don't know if it's going to work out, but you, you just got to take gambles in life. And that's what I did. So when I, when I came here, you know, it was, it wasn't like, okay, this aha moment where someone found me on the streets and was like, hey, you'd be good for modeling, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it didn't happen that way, and I wasn't even looking for it. But sometimes, you know, like the things happen when, even when you're not looking for it. And, uh, you know, the but you, you have to be open, you know? And, that's, yeah. and I think that's the thing is, is, I, is I was very open to the adventure of it and whatever might happen. And I think that's why I was allowing things to come into my life like that. And um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I guess if you want a, a kind of like a short abridged version is, 
when I first moved to New York, I got linked up from a friend uh, to a a girl um, that she was friends with who was also moving to New York the same week. Um, and her wow. name is Lisa Rickov. Lisa Rickov, and she's a, she was a fashion photographer for a lot of bloggers. And um, we became friends, like, right away and, you know, hit it off pretty well. And, um, you know, I, I showed her, like um, – picture of well I showed her a picture of me that my buddy took when I was um on my way to New York I kind of took a little trip for like 25 days stopping and visiting family and friends and my buddy was a photographer and he was he was trying actually to push me into the modeling industry for years okay um and it's it's so funny because there's so many people that have told me you know like hey you should be a model you should be a model and I was just like okay cool like be my manager or something like okay like you're the if you're believing in me like I wasn't believing it you know I was like okay right. you know easier easier said than done but then on my on my trip my buddy took some photos of me and he had like really like he got really one like pretty good headshot we were like just drinking and you know having some cocktails and he's like wait the, the light's great in the apartment let's take a shot you know some some shots and like I mean like as in you know photos and photos, he took right. <laughs> he took like he took a took a couple took a couple photos and got got a couple good ones and then I showed my I made it my profile picture and then I think she commented on it the Lisa when you know when mm-hmm. we became friends and um you know I uh, and then I had the Great Dane at the time as well and it just seemed like it would be a good idea for like photo shoots and um you know I was just like you know what I'm gonna take a gamble out here and see if, you know, like she would shoot me and she was really open to it. And, um, you know, we just, we did a photo shoot and it was great. Cause I, I was actually kind of, uh, helping my, my friend with his company. He uh, owned a custom suit brand and I had one of his suits. So I was like, okay, this is perfect. I'll do, I'll do the photos, you know, in the suits and I'll give it to him, you know? So it's kind of like multi-purpose. And, um, exactly. but anyway, but anyways, like long story short, I did the shoot and the pictures came out freaking great. And then like when I saw them and how great they looked and the feedback I was getting, I was like, okay, well maybe, maybe I should do something with this. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I create, I created an Instagram account and I never had one before that. It was always just hmm. an Instagram account. It was always an Instagram account. And it's like 2016 in the fall. It's always an Instagram mm-hmm. account for my uh, for my business, and I was marketing that. But then I realized, hey, I I am I am the thing that I need to market now. I am if, if yeah. I'm going to succeed, I I should be marketing myself. So I created an account, started posting some photos, and I had a couple photographers like reach out to me and about doing wow. um, you know like 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 collaboration shoots, like just like kind of building up their book mm-hmm. and me building up my book right. and. And, you know, and it was mutually beneficial. And then after I shot, like, I think the second time, I was like, I, I'm going to run with this. And I, and I have a, mm-hmm. I, at, at the time, I, I have a very, very strong work ethic. So if I see yeah. something, like, if I see something, I'm, I'm going to get it. And I, right. and I gave, I gave all my effort to it. So it was like, I'm shooting uh, with photographers to build up my book for, three three or four times a week and I'm just getting more photos and getting linked up you know with more photos and more photos and I'm doing it in the freezing cold and I'm doing it and mm-hmm. it was just like 
And but I I enjoyed it. It was like one of those things. I enjoyed it because it was I was working with creatives, and I'm a I'm a very creative person. I think it just that part of me died when I was kind of um, in repetition of the party bus company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, it kind of unleashed that, and um, you know, built up my portfolio that way. And then you know, the same thing. Like okay, hey, you have a portfolio, but you know, it's not like. you know, someone's just linking me up to an agency and they're magically signing. I had to go like knock on doors and I will tell you, I'll tell you a pretty funny story. Actually. I, the first, the first, uh, when I was like, okay, I have my portfolio ready. I'm going to, I'm going to go into the agency. Like this agency, I had like a list of them and I was like, okay, I'm going to go into one agency today. This one right is right street from me right now. So I got ready, Uh get there. And at the, at downstairs in the lobby, they wouldn't even let me up to the floor because they're like, you don't know anyone. And <gasps> right away, right away, I knew I was like, I gotta need to find a different way into this to into the door. Like, and that mm-hmm. kind of got me think. That kind of got me thinking in a different um, different realm. And it was like, okay, I need to think outside the box. So you know, when you when it, when a door is closed, you know, what can you do? You, you climb through a window, and um, and I. I found mm-hmm. the, I found the window I found the window opening when I went on LinkedIn and I started looking up the names of people that work at these different agencies. So I figured, okay, I'm gonna I can go name drop them at the agencies and then you know maybe even get in. So <laughs> I had this I had this whole list of agencies that I got names of people that work there and um, I thought, okay, hey, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go do this and I'm gonna do it right. I need to go to the best agency and see if this works. So I went to, mm-hmm. I went to Ford models. I went to Ford models and um, one day just randomly had my, my book with me and um, I name dropped the guys, you know, the, that I found on Instagram at the front desk. They let me in the elevator. <laughs> oh like, my God. I was, I was like, basically, Oh shit. I can't believe it worked. And, um, I get, I get, I get up and I, and I didn't even have a plan after that. So I get up to the right. floor and, um, they have the whole floor cause they're like a massive agency. And, um, as soon as I got off, I saw, you know, the receptionist and, uh, but there was also a bunch of like models out there and I'm thinking like, they don't, they don't do open calls here. Like what is going on here? And then as soon as I get off the elevator, I walk up to the front desk. And then before I could even speak, she's like, are you here for the casting? And I was just like, yep. Yep. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I and, knew and it. I, and, I, and I signed in and I acted like I was there for the casting. And, um, but the thing is, it, was, it wasn't like they were casting people to like be models for the agency. These are all models with the agency. They're having a casting for a brand. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, and I, and I was sitting there literally kind of shitting my pants, like, you know, felt really – out of place and intimidated because these are like the top models in the world. Like they, and they're like, I think, I mean, I'm pretty tall. I'm six one. These, the guys that were coming in were like six, three or six, four. And, you know, mm-hmm. and it definitely was intimidating to see like all of them. And then they had their, you know, their Ford model books. And, right. Um, and then, you know, but at the end of the day, I just calmed myself down. I was like, just stay, stay and see what happens. And then, um, you know, so I did the casting and, um, you know, I just kind of bullshitted my way through it and have my book, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever, I, you know, what they were asking. But at the end, at the, after that, I was like, man, that was awesome. It was cool. But then I, and I thought, but I didn't come here for that. I came here mm. 
to meet with the guy. So then I went back mm-hmm. up to the receptionist who already thinks I'm a model there. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. hey, it's blah, 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 you know, whatever the guy's name was. Is he in the back? Oh, yes. And she opens the door for me. <laughs> so, so okay, I'm wandering around. Yeah, almost, I think. But uh, I'm wandering around the back offices looking for this guy that I've only seen on, you know, LinkedIn through his picture. <laughs> so, oh you know, um, but, uh, but I eventually found him and, you know, went up to him and approached him, you know, and tried to get some words in before he can speak and kind of gave him my elevator pitch really quick. And you look at my portfolio, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he was definitely thrown off because he was just like, how the hell did you get in here? <laughs> and, um, yeah. you know, because they don't, they don't, you know, they don't let, you know, right. just random people come in off the street. And, uh, you know, I just, I was just honest with him. I said, look, I, I looked you up on LinkedIn. <laughs> I found your name. Mm-hmm. I just wanted you to look at, look at my book. And then, you know, he saw it really quick and he was just like, you know what? Since you went through that effort, you know, I'm, I'm going to meet with you, you know? And uh, nice. so it was, it was pretty damn, it was pretty damn awesome that he did that. And, uh, but he's like, go wait out in the lobby. <laughs> and I, and I know he called the, the, the receptionist and like bitched her out, but yeah, for letting me buy. But the thing is that I met with him and he explained to me why like Ford models wasn't a good choice for me. And it was made, made a lot of sense, you know, um, at what he was telling me, but then he was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to help you fix your book up. And I, he gave me his email and he gave me his phone number and he, you know, he linked me up wow. with some other agencies, you know? So it was like, nice. it was a really, I think, I think that story can sum it up as like my drive to succeed was just like, I'm not going to accept no. And, um, I'm going to find a way in. And I think most mm-hmm. people, they won't, they won't go by. that extra effort to do, to do that. And um, so after that, it was kind of like, okay, I, I already like, after that happened, I just would never take a no. Like when I got to someone's office, I would say, um, can you just, you know, even if the receptionist was telling me, you know, it's like, well, how do you know they're going to say no? Can you look at my pictures? And then maybe if you think they're good enough, you can bring it to them. And a couple of times, you know, they they took them back after you know they already told me no. Wow. So it's kind of like it was. It's kind of like one of those things where, you know, I had to hustle and get it, and you know, it wasn't given to me by any means. And I, and I'm very, mm-hmm. you know, long story short, I got signed, and you know, I'm, you know, but even the funny thing is, even getting signed is, you know, it's cool and it's great, but you know, you still got to put in a lot of work and effort to even exactly. job, just because you got just because you got signed doesn't mean you're booking jobs you know you got to go to castings and, you, and so it's a constant hustle and but you know I'm very I'm very very fortunate and thankful you know that I got you know these looks from my parents and I think I you know it's it's something that you know I didn't think of like hey I want to do modeling but you know when I got into it I said all right well this is this is not what I want to do, but this, this could be a platform to something else. And this appeals to me because, you know, I just came off running my own business and controlling my time. And this is kind of like, you know, you're doing freelance, you're basically freelance, you know, you're controlling your time. You're just going to castings and you're doing jobs randomly. It's not like you're going to a nine to five. So, um, right. you know, I always knew at the, at the beginning there was like, you never know what's going to come of it. And it, but it's, it's a great transitional thing and just, you know, and I and I and I honestly I love I love um, the creative side of it. I, I you know sometimes some days it's just like oh I got to go to the casting, but you know now ever since I um, 
you know, came back to New York after the winter time this year, it's just, it's really been more of like, damn, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to do this. And I, you know, I'm even more mm-hmm. thankful just for the, op- just for the opportunity to go to these castings. So um, nice. that's, that, that was a, a, a little longer story than I, I know. It's one of those things that just, you know, I think a lot of people, um, they don't. They think it's just like, hey, you have a beautiful face. We're gonna make you a model, and you know, you're gonna get paid no. a lot of money. It's 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 not how it works. It's you know, it's a hustle, and uh, you know, and at the end of the day, it's, I always say like, hey, this is cool, and I get to do these and the, these jobs, and it's great. But it's it's not like someone just handed it to me. And um, when when I did a job recently, it was at like a it was on site. You know, I was playing a con- I was playing a contractor, like a handyman. And um, mm-hmm. the people that own the house, the people that own the house, they said, oh, how did they find you for this job? And I said, um, I led them to me, you know, I didn't, you know, they wow. didn't find me. I, you know, I, I led them to me because by doing the things that I did, I put myself in a position for them to find me, you know, and I think, I think that's, that's what most people don't understand. You, you have to put yourself in a position. You can't just expect that. Mm-hmm. Out of even with anything, with anything in life, you can't expect something to come out of nowhere and just, uh, you know, benefit your situation. And you know, and, you know, hey, this is just going to be given to you without trying. Right. You know? Right. So, wow, that's, that's amazing. My, uh, that's, I appreciate it. So, how did you? Um, how long did it take for you to go to? Okay, I think I want to do modeling. To it's a full time gig for me now. How long did that? <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, I uh, when I first started modeling, I would always say it's just my my part time gig. You know, it's like mm-hmm. my side job. You know, because oh, okay. I you know I, no, but I would say that because I just came from running my own business and I was a very entrepreneurial minded you know person. So you know, being like, hey, I'm a model now. It just it seems like very very like opposite direction to where I'm not using mm-hmm. my full potential, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. you you have, you have this business mind, but you're not using it. But the thing is when I realized that, you know, I can, I'm using my business mind as an advantage to my career, you know, mm-hmm. that's when it started kind of to click a little bit more. And I, and, and right away, I kind of knew that I, um, if I really, really want to be successful with it, that I I had mm-hmm. to I had to dedicate my full time to it because you know at the end of the day I call it the gambling industry and mm-hmm. you're basically basically you're going to castings and in hopes to get a job so the more castings you go to the more chance the more like you know the better your chances are and um, right. so right away I kind of I kind of took that approach when signing with the agencies was okay well how do I get more castings? Well, I should just get more agencies. So um, I ended up signing non-exclusive contracts with agencies so I can just keep piecing them on. And right now I have eight agencies in New York City. Um, So I built it up to where I have more opportunities. And I think once I started getting that into motion, and and within all eight of them didn't happen right away. It took time. But I think once I started kind of like, going in that route and really investing myself into, um, you know, hey, 
can I, you know, who, who can I work with next? How do I find like, you know, what, what is my look good for? Like, you know, people, what do people want me for in this industry? And then who can right. I work with in that manner? And, um, you know, honestly, like I'm, I'm very, I'm very fortunate that it does pay all my bills and it, and it allows me to have the free time to do everything, you know, that I'm doing and working on the side projects that I am. But it, at, I think it was probably about a year in until I was like, okay, you know, and fine with telling people I'm a full-time model and I don't, you know, I don't give a shit if, you know, what they think of that. Like, you know, if they don't know me and they just want to judge me at first, whatever, I don't care about that. It's not, it doesn't even phase me. But uh, I think it took about a year for me to just kind of realize that it, I can really make something of it if I just invest myself completely into it and um, mm-hmm. not stop, stop trying to stop trying to say something that, you know, like it's your side thing when it, it really is the thing that's providing for you, you know? Right. Wow. Um, God, I love that. And so it's so funny because I would have never guessed that just talking to you through Instagram. I would have never guessed any of this. Um, but it's great to hear. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, honestly, I think it's, it's one of those things where we, as a society, we, you know, we don't, we, we, we look at someone, you know, and they have a pretty face or, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't really try to, we don't try, even like in general, I think with any information, you know, like we have all this information at our fingertips and we don't take the time to really get to know it and uh, understand it. Mm. And um, I think that's the problem with uh, society. You know, our attention spans are short, so no one mm-hmm. really wants to invest their, t- invest their time into anything and then they're not yielding any anything from it. It's just kind of like they're just still in the, you know, the same like uh, mindless patterns that they are in to where I'm not saying you're mindless by not looking into it. Like you wouldn't know that from me because I don't say it, but I think most people no. would look, would look and be like, Hey, you know, it, Oh, it's another model. And you know, this and that, but that's why I eventually ended up, it was when I went vegan, that's, you know, when I started being able to put purpose behind it. And that's when everything kind of like, clicked because it was able to put my mind in a, in a, in a way that um, I wasn't before behind, you know, the face, you know, and it was mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, I, I, this, this is now giving me, you know, what is my voice, you know? And I think, I think basically the, the best way to sum it up is like, I, I found my voice and it was easier to speak, you know? So that mm. and the veganism and sustainable living, you know, allowed me to find my voice and you know now I now I don't even think it, I'm not, it's not forcing it it's just being able to speak freely and can you explain to me at least because I mean you did before and you know we've talked about it online but can you explain to our listeners actually um, what prompted you to go vegan and how long have you been vegan okay um, so I, uh, I've always been big into, you know, health and and nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, it's been, I don't even know how long, you know, I always kind of was looking at what I was eating and then it seemed like, uh, each year I was like adding more like vegetables to my diet and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, for modeling purposes. 
No, this is before modeling. This is actually oh, okay. Uh, before okay. I moved to New before before I moved to New York. And um, okay, I uh, I guess the best way I can put it is when um, when you make one big change to your life, you're kind of mm-hmm. open to other changes. Others. And um, mm-hmm. it was kind of because it, it gives you that confidence and empowers you to where you yeah. realize, oh, you know, I I can do this. I did that. You know, and so. Mm-hmm. The whole when I moved to New York, you know, it's just kind of like okay, well, I moved, and, and well, first off, I had long hair, and that for 15 years, <laughs> I had long hair, like shoulder length, long hair, and I remember wow. this, this is the best, this is the best like thing that I I can like share with you from that was when I cut it, or when I was going to cut it, my hairstylist, um, you know, I was sending her pictures of like, hey, I think this is the style I want, and she's like. Mm-hmm. She said something like, "Well, if you can cut your hair, you can do anything." And when, <laughs> when she when she when she told me that, that just mm-hmm. set it off. It was like, the, you know, cutting my hair, moving to a new city, becoming a model, like thinking about like, wow. okay, I did like those. So like, you're doing those three th- different things, and then you know, so when when I ended up. Um, watching uh it was in june of 2017 i watched uh, the documentary what the health and uh, which is very very big into like you know the nutrition aspect of you know plant-based diets and you know and i and i it was just kind of like it clicked it was like mm-hmm. man i felt like i felt like i've been lied to my whole life you know people tell me i needed meat or needed dairy for this you know it's like mm-hmm. this the government, the government was like selling me this lie my whole life. And, you know, after making all those previous changes, all right, I'm going vegan, you know, the next day. Right. Right. You know, I dumped everything out of my fridge and, you know, and since I, you know, what was great is like, since I was interested in nutrition and it was one of my like, you know, passions, it it made me want to learn about it. So I'm like on my computer, you know, with my free time, um, my free downtime, you know, in my modeling career is getting started. And I'm like, okay, you know, learning about, you know, how to get the protein and, you know, the vegetables that you need to, you know, because you want to make sure you're getting all the right vitamins, you know, that, you know, you need. So that was, that was basically how it happened. It was just kind of like, okay, since I made all these changes before, it just empowered me to kind of like be open to making that change. And I never really knew anything about veganism before that. I didn't, you know, even think about it. And um, it just kind of clicked and um, it aligned at the right time. And I just dove right in. And a lot of people say, you know, you know, Hey, what do you suggest to transfer to like, you know, how to transfer over to vegan diet? And I, I don't really suggest diving right in like I did. It was definitely a difficult effort, but I think, um, you know, now that I have the knowledge that I that I know, I can definitely um, kind of guide people on which the best approach is. And I think that's just more of like guiding them to make the small changes, you know, slowly. And, um, you know, because I there's a lot of times in my in my transitional period where, you know, I just felt uncomfortable. You know, you're switching your body from like um, not having a lot of fiber to having a lot of fiber and, you know, it just, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 you, you know, just, you know, your body has ate this, this way for X amount of years of your life. And then you're, you're really trying to 
completely altering it. So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So it definitely took, I think, probably for me, it probably took a good six or seven, six or seven months before I, I really felt um, in a groove with the the diet. But it was all, it actually all came came down to like the simplification of it. I, uh, mm-hmm. I realized that, yeah. you know, it was over, it was overwhelming at first, but then I realized, Hey, okay, what do I, what vegetables do I like the most? What, you know, what, uh, what foods do I like the most that I, you know, and now I eat the same thing pretty much every day, just altered a little bit. And um, I think that's how I thrive. And a lot of it is planning ahead too, but um, mm-hmm. now I, I'm so comfortable um it's kind of almost an empowering feeling when you know what satisfies you because I can go to a non-vegan restaurant with my parents who aren't vegan at all. And um, I can order off, you know, off the menu and find something <clears throat> or create something that's, that's not, uh, that's vegan. That is completely satisfying to me. And when you, when you hold that in your power to where you're like, okay, like no outside forces are going to phase me you know, from, Mm -hmm. from satisfying myself, that, that is very empowering because you're just like, I got this. And, you know, I, I'm super confident, like, okay. Now I, and I think that's a big part of like why people, um, you know, either fail just in diets in general, like, you know, even not saying a vegan diet, someone wants to stick to a diet. Usually they let the outside forces, um, you know, convince them otherwise. So, you know, Mm -hmm. Hey, they look, they look at the sites of the food and they let that like, you know, tempt them into eating it or they let what everyone else is doing to try to, Hey, well, my buddies took me to a steakhouse. So I was, you know, I had to get a steak or, you know, my, you know, I want to, you know, it's whatever's birthday and, you know, we have to, you know, that's what we do. We drink or something, you know, it's just like those things I think yeah. is, where, or like, or even just from like, hey, this is our family tradition. We always have this. Like, and you know, the funny thing is when I first, you know, spent, I spent Thanksgiving at home uh, for the first time last year since I went vegan. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, honestly, like, um, the food does not make the celebration. It's the people. Mm, and, right, um, right. So, so, and, and, and that's the thing. I, I think like most people, they don't realize they just associate the food with it. And it's not mm-hmm. about the food. It's about the company. It's about the company. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's where the, I think most people like, you know, their, their way of thinking is, I mean, and it's all something that's been sold to us and that we've grown up doing, you know, I think the younger society now is a bit more open to different, but uh, you know, from, from, uh, you know, the, the older generations to like my generation, I think that was kind of how, how it was and that's how you do it. And that's what they know. And that's what they're going to continue to do, you know? Right. But their kids are more open. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, and I mean, I don't even have kids of my own and, uh, but maybe one day I will. And, you know, I'd probably be open Mm -hmm. to even adopting, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's something that I, you know, why I, why I'm vegan right now. It's, 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 at first it was, you know, when I learned about the nutrition and it was great. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. my body's in better health. And then I learned about, you know, the, the animals and, you know, how much, you know, 
and like you know the factory farming is bad for the animals and you know it's just the the compassion of you know we have to show compassion to animals and then also mm-hmm. how the but like when when it really hit me was like when I learned about you know how much greenhouse gases like you know the meat industry is creating for you know the the environment and when mm-hmm. I when I kind of when I kind of when that hit it just was like this aha moment and where now if that someone was to ask me like why am I vegan I say I'm vegan for the planet because without the right. planet I don't exist the animals don't mm-hmm. exist so I look I look at the bigger the bigger piece so mm-hmm. um and then and that's and that's mainly like for doing it for the kids for like you know I have nieces I I do it in hopes that they can see the same things that I can see that I see right now, you know, like I want them to have that same experience. Like I don't, like I said, I don't have kids of my own. I hope to one day, but you know, when I encounter people that don't really understand it, I, that's the way I break it down to them. Like I want, you know, your kids to see this. So that's why I'm mm-hmm. doing it, you know? And it's funny because when I look at your Instagram pictures and can you just say what your Instagram um, account is for everyone? Yes, uh, the underscore vegan model. Okay. And um, when I'm looking at some of your recipes and stuff, it's pretty simple. Like, it's not, like, this complicated. I think a lot of of people feel like being vegan is, like, the new hippie vibe or vegans are Mm -hmm. crazy or, like, how you said, when you go to a non-vegan restaurant, you have to get special treatment and you you guys are like so specific and crazy and that is not the case you are so the opposite of what if you didn't have vegan in your um handle I wouldn't even Mm -hmm. know you were vegan because you don't you don't try to push it on anybody you just kind of say this is my lifestyle if you want to learn more ask me but this is who I am and it's pretty awesome that you're that you're that way so I have to commend you on that. I I, well, thank you very much. No, I think that's kind of like um, the approach I've always taken, and I think mm-hmm. you know, if I just just to lead by example, um, you know, right. as far as like you know, I don't want someone pushy pushing something on me that you know, and right. also at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no one's going to change unless they really want to change. So exactly, um, you know, and that and that go that goes with everything in life. Um, if you don't want to make the change. You know, you're not going to do it for someone else. You have to do it for you, and um, you know, it, and you have to align with that belief that of why you want to change. And um, mm-hmm. so at the end, you know, like like I said, at the end of the day, it's kind of like I just keep it simple. And I think mm-hmm. that's another thing that I keep keep in mind when I do anything, like where I'm working out all the time or whatever. It's like, is this sustainable? Is, is the way I live right now sustainable if I had a family or if I was doing this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I have those thoughts in my mind because it's like, okay, I want to, I talk about, you know, I'm a, my quote on there is a mo- I'm a model for sustainability. And I, and I think sustainability can go far, far more than just like, you know, sustainable living as far as like putting stuff back into the earth, you know, is, is my, you know, diet sustainable for my health? Is it, um you know, is this, you know, working out like this sustainable, like if I'm in a different situation. And I think I always think about that. Like is a person with like a family, 
that is super busy and doesn't have a lot of time to cook, is this a sustainable way of doing something? And mm-hmm. yes, because it's usually, it's usually only five to seven ingredients. It's usually me throwing stuff together in a five to 10 minute period. So when any, if anyone told me that they couldn't do that, I would, I would say bullshit. And also mm-hmm. if anyone said it was too expensive to eat vegan, I would say bullshit as well, because mm-hmm. honestly, I don't make a lot of money. I live in New York. I don't make a lot of money. And also, you know, I've never made a lot of money. So I know how to live. I, I'm a pretty, I think obviously help, like my business helped me kind of like, kind of be like more cost efficient. But um, right. in general, like I, I'm a, I'm a penny pitcher, pincher. I, I like mm-hmm. look, you know, how can I save money? And that's, I think that's something that speaks to all of us. And so I, you know, I had a question today. I've been going on live every day on Instagram doing planking, uh, planking live. <laughs> um, and I mm-hmm. let people ask me questions. Let people ask me questions. And someone asked about, like, what do you consider zero waste? And I said, well, you know, first and foremost, I try to reduce as much waste as possible in my life. And that's, you know, buying certain products without waste or you know, not using single use, you know, containers, et cetera. But, you know, when, when you're shopping for groceries, you know, like it, you know, you can, you can pretty much get around a lot of different things from buying something with plastic, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily cheaper. So I always kind of hold that the highest, like, okay, if something, say I go to like the bulk bin section at Whole Foods and there's, you know, where you can just kind of put uh, the nuts or seeds in your bag and your mm-hmm. own bag where you can, you know, t- well, if I go to that section and the nuts and seeds are like, you know, $12 a pound, and then I go to, you know, like Trader Joe's and the nuts and seeds are $6 a pound in a package, I'm going to get the package because right. I'm not rich. I'm not rich, and, you know, by me buying something that's $12 a pound that I can't afford, you know, isn't going to help me, you know, it, me going me going me having to take on like another job and not give the time to teach people. It's like, I think about all that different things, but I always say it's like, if it's going to ruin your quality of life and you can't, if it's not sustainable for your budget, then, you know, continue on. But I think that, I think the most important thing is to focus on the single use plastics. Like, you know, do you really need to buy plastic water bottles? No. I mean, Hey, you stop buying them. You save some money, but just carry a water mm-hmm. bottle with you. Or, um, you really need a, that cut, like that, that go coffee cup every day why don't you buy your own and bring it there like i love bringing my own coffee cup there because you know it it, and especially if you get like a glass one i'd I'd much rather have it out of a glass mug than you know anything but at the end of the day like those are the things that are going to separate because those are the things that people are abusing it's it's literally or even like just to go containers like eating out all the time i don't eat out really ever and if i eat out it's like in restaurants you know, so mm-hmm. uh, when you like factor in how much waste is being caused from that, I think that would be the the area to focus on trying to be zero waste with. Do you really need it? Do you really need it? Most of the time, we don't need it. We just want it. You know, and, right. and then, but at the end, of the, but at the end of the day, our wants, you know, for convenience, our wants are for convenience. We don't want to have to carry a water bottle around. We want to be able to take it and throw it away. But at the end of the day we're inconveniencing the, the environment by doing that. So I don't I think people, people don't keep, people don't keep that in mind. So. 
Awesome. No, I, I completely understand that. And I agree that you, you totally make sense. And I actually just heard something about um, glass water bottles being better than plastic because if you leave a plastic one in your car as opposed to a glass one, the plastic bleeds into the water and then it makes you sicker. Yeah, I totally, yeah. And just so that yeah, everybody yeah. knows, he doesn't even have a car. He has a bike. So he's really contributing to um, trying yeah, to help you know, the planet. So. I always think about that little those little things, and you know, and yeah, I guess you know, whenever whenever I see something, it's like, okay, how can I do this more in a more environmental friendly way? You know, is my always my focus. So it's uh, it's it's always a you know a learning process, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm trying, and I think if you're trying, it's better than not. But can we agree that once you get a wife and kid, probably not gonna you're you're gonna have to break down and get a car at some point oh i mean i think well i've I've already thought about like okay do i when like you know cause i don't want to live in new york for you know forever, forever yeah right? i thought about mm-hmm. you know like it's and i and i mean Suburbs. new york is great there's so, so many great uh like public transportation system here but yep. you know i thought about okay like you know when i do get a car most likely they're all going to be electric, you know, in like a couple of years. I, could see I, get that. An, yeah. I get an, I get an electric car and, you know, I, and I, mm-hmm. I think about that stuff, you know, and I, I, there will be better options and do I need mm-hmm. it now? And, you know, yeah. I think it's, right. there's a, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different ways we could, um, even when you have a car, when you can think about, Hey, do I really need the car to go to the store right now? Right. A bike, you know, and it just—I think those are the things. The shorter, the shorter trips when we when we start doing those things, and we do them just because it's easier. Um, you know, that that's where the environment's really suffering from. It's just a little shorter, like probably two to three mile trips. I think that's like the if you look up the percentage, I think there's if that's the biggest percentage of trips people take in their car. And just to let you know, Philip, kind of educate you. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. place that I go, especially in well, – I live in Boston. When I go to the movie theaters, um, there's a movie theater near my house in Dorchester, and it has its own parking garage. That parking garage actually has plug-ins. So awesome. when, when you go into the city, they have certain parking spots that have plug-ins. So a lot of places now are catering to electric cars, especially in garages. So, just to let you know that, um, yeah, yeah it's, no, I, I, things I, are changing. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've seen like whenever I, um, it's always it's always one of the one of the bonuses, obviously, of modeling is you know getting to travel and you know whenever mm-hmm. I go to certain areas that I'm not familiar with and I see stuff like yeah. that, it's just it may, it makes me cool. happier. But you know, like, even even with like the you know starting to see like just the, the vegan movement of you know every. Mm-hmm. You know, food fast fast food chain is going with like you know these plant based yeah. burgers. You know that that's I mean just from like when I started being vegan, you know two two and a half years ago, it's it's changed so much in those two and a half years to to be able to see that now. It's it's pretty damn amazing. And how people are reacting to you two and a half years ago, you're a crazy vegan. Now it's like oh you're okay, you're vegan. Don't want to I, I want to cater. Oh to you, yeah, you know. 
which is yeah, so and, cool yeah, and, and awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I think, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the idea, you know, and that's the one thing I, I, uh, and mentioned to you before is like, I, you know, when I went vegan, it was kind of like, I want to do it my way and I'm not going to let, mm-hmm. you know, because the, there's a lot of people that give the, you know, the vegan name, a, you know, a bad name, like kind of, Right. You know, pushy vegans like like you uh, like you kind of mentioned like hey, but um at the end of the day like I just was like all right I'm gonna do it my way and be very open because that's how I am as a person I'm very open minded and um mm-hmm. you know like I, I'm one of those people where you know like I've gotten I've gotten attacked a couple times on my Instagram page for you know hey it's, oh, it's, it's all or nothing it's it's all or nothing you you know you're not the vegan mm-hmm. model there there's beeswax in this product so promote something that's that doesn't have beeswax oh, and blah, blah, blah. And it was, you know, and, and the thing is, I don't, I never really wasted my energy on, on those responding to those people. It's funny is actually most of my followers, um, you know, were the ones that were defending me, you know, so right. those, those very few, those very few crazy people were the ones that actually, you know, Hey, you're already, you know, vegan and you, you want to just keep acting that way. It's fine. Most of these people actually, that are interested in being vegan and more open-minded to it are supporting me. And that, and that's what I want. You know, that's why I'm, that's why I like a big part of the reason why I do it is just kind of like to, to show that it could be that way. It doesn't have to be this all or nothing kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, your posts aren't, you don't post anything political. You don't post anything outrageous. Your posts are basically, here's my life. Here's my vegan lifestyle. Here's some of my modeling. Um, yeah, it's pretty. There's nothing to be angry about in your book. I find that uh, insanely yeah. amazing it's, that people find stuff. Yeah, I know it's yeah. funny, and that's and that's what I always say. It's like when people um, they just look at the one negative thing rather than the bigger mm-hmm. positive thing, and uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's unfortunate, I think, because uh, you know they're missing out on the. You know, hey, you know, and I'm a big believer. If like, there's a lot of brands that I, you know, I'll contact and I'll, I'll ask them like, oh, hey, do you have like sustainable packaging or do you have like what's your ingredients? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll usually connect to like either the CEO or like someone that's like in charge and they wow. give me a lot of information. And it's, and it's like if someone tells me something that you know they're doing good, I always you know applaud them for that because I'm like, all right, you know, you're trying, and I understand. You know, it's easier said than done, and it's just like. To hear them actually say it, and it's just like, all right, I'll support this brand because you know they're trying, and it's not like they're just like overlooking it, and they took the time to even let me know that they're trying, and this is, you know, what they're working towards, et cetera. And um, you know, but when people kind of just say, hey, all right, well, they're they're not this way, they're not this way. Well, you know, I'm not going to support this person. It's I I don't agree with that honestly, and I mean, but at the end day, it's like. Same time, it's you know it is what it is. You know it's part of the it's part of like you know hey me branding myself as the vegan model. I I expect the you know the people that are going to attack Crazy. as well mm-hmm. as many as many you know. So. No, uh, yeah, I get it. I I just think that people are just looking. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. But mm-hmm. we have about twenty minutes left. Um, Let's change it up a bit and, and talk about something that I, I don't think anybody really talks about. Um, I think everyone is aware that 
mo- women in the modeling world, they're either very catty or they're very, they're, they're best friends. What is it like in the male modeling world? I don't think anyone talks about that. What, what is it like the camaraderie going on um, casting calls? What is that like in the male modeling world? Um, I don't think it's uh, anything like crazy or anything. I mean, like the funny thing is, I most of the modeling I do is like sort of like kind of like I guess it's called like lifestyle modeling, like commercial. Style, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not super fashiony, and it's not like you know. I feel like more people are down to earth in that commercial aspect of it. So whenever mm-hmm. I connect with people on set, you know that's. I I've never had a problem with someone else, and I think it's nice. that's what I love the most. I love it the most is when I when I get to connect with these people because you know what, at the end of the day, they're all going through the same struggle I'm going through. We're all like right. in in the grind in the grind trying to get you know trying to win this job, and um you know when you actually kind of connect with someone that is either on set or in a casting, and you know you you all kind of support each other because. You know, nice. it's not. It's not like like it's not like we have coworkers. Like I said, these are these are your cool yeah. coworkers, and you know, even if you're fighting for a job for them, you can't take it personally either. Because at the end of the day, you know, like and I and I learned that really quick in this industry. You can't take it personally because it could just be, you know, something so minor, or you know, someone who's behind you know the camera that day to you know say this is why I like this person more or this and that. So, you know, I think it's, we all, I, I personally think that everyone that I've met, especially guy was, has, you know, uh, is great. I mean, I, I usually connect with everyone on Instagram and you continue to nice. support them in that way. So Nice. That's really yeah. cool. There are a couple models that I follow. Um, Lance Parker, he's a model. Uh, he was a soccer player, but he's turned to modeling now. He's retired. I don't know if you know him. Um, trying to think who else. Um, he's my favorite. Oh, um, Andrea um, Denver. I love him. He is so fun. Um, Don Hood. I love him too. He's he's actually really snarky and funny. Um, Yes, I don't think yeah. I, I recognize any any of those guys, but I mean at the same oh, time, okay. I like I said, I'm I'm kind of like not in like one side of the in, industry as much, you know. My you're not my into runway is, or anything like that. You're into more like lifestyle I've, magazines and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like I've done yeah. mm-hmm. runway, and uh, but yeah. you know, and I, I always I kind of like if I do do runway, it's random, but at the same time, like. The money is actually in the commercial side anyway, so I'm kind right. of in the, in the better in the better side. But yeah, usually people want me for smiles and just you know enjoy. It's funny because like you just have to you just act like you're enjoying yourself most of the time, or um, or yeah. people want me in like menswear like suits. Or you know, I did a mm-hmm. uh, I did a a vegan wedding shoot, um, all vegan. Um, you know, team for this shoot, and it was uh, at an animal sanctuary, and uh, I got to be the groom. So um, mm-hmm. that was that that was super amazing, and I just got the pictures back from that. So I'll probably be posting in a couple of days. 
Oh, okay. You, so that's not the one where I said uh, that bitch better back off, my man. That's not the one. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many. <laughs> I, I've only said it a couple times. It's not that many. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know because there's like there's like a new girl like usually almost every shoot that I'm doing now. Like recently, yeah. it's been... Hello. So you cut out. I had two legs in like one week. So oh, there you are. Pretty funny, but it's it's all it's always it's always uh, awesome to like you know just to play that role since I don't have a a wife or anything like that. Like oh you know Philip's not getting married now. It's just to say twice again. And I have to say I know that you didn't you don't like um, cast him, but I have to give you a little bit of applause because. I want to say, like, and I said this to you off air, about 50% of your, um, maybe it's not that high, maybe I'm just noticing, but most of your co-stars are either black women or mixed women, and then you have mixed children. That's amazing, like, especially in this day and age where a, company, where a country is so divided, to see a good-looking white guy being in photo shoots where he's got a mixed couple or a mixed family that's so inspiring to see oh well um yeah i mean it's it's kind of out of my control but yeah no i mean it's always course, great to work yeah. it's always great to work with like you know people with different backgrounds um mm-hmm. you know and it's i and like i said i i when i i always say like when i'm working i'm like at my best so like you know when mm-hmm. hey, i feel like that's kinda like when we're all working together and, and like to do a shoot and you're playing your part you feel fulfilled but it's also fulfilling to kind of like do something like that and and work with um you know not not the norm you know as far as like mm-hmm. you know what society standards are and um yeah it's been great i mean i've definitely met a lot of people and of uh, different backgrounds and and it just makes it more fun anyways you know we're we're all like connecting from our our own worlds and uh our own ethnicities and backgrounds and how we were raised so it's it's always it's always great to kind of you know see where people are from and you know what what it's all about so you know i'm just uh just taking taking it as it comes but i, I appreciate the support with that yeah thank thank you for doing it and thank you for because you could totally i mean Let's be honest. You could say, mm, you know what? I I don't want to work with somebody of a different race. I, I you could say it. You could, um, but oh, I love that you yeah. don't. So that's oh, amazing. I, mean, I would never say that. The only thing I think exactly, and that's the amazing yeah. part about you. You would never say that. So. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, the only thing I say no to is actually like, um, like non non vegan. Like like so, I went to a casting like the other day. And um, my agency sent it to me, and it was ended up being for like chicken fingers, so I just walked out. And, mm. Yeah. You know, so it's it's the only thing I'll like that's that's the only thing that like kind of like is a no is like the food. Right. Uh, if I have to eat something, there was one actually where I almost I I booked a job, and they were like um, they didn't tell me that I was gonna have to take a bite into a burger, and I said, well, I'm not doing it. And then um, yeah. Then they were then they were gonna drop me from the job. But um, they ended up getting a ve- they ended up getting a vegan burger for me. So um, it was cool. It was yeah, it was cool to see that they um they did that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty like I said, I'm I, I'm a very very open person um with 
with all things, I think, just because, you know, I, that's just how I was raised. And I, you know, I, the more I open myself up, I want to open myself up to, you know, hearing people's, you know, stories or other ways of doing things, you know? And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's how, that's how you grow as a person. Nice. That's awesome. Well, we got about 14 minutes left. Any final thoughts, any final words you want to get in? Um, yeah, I wanted to just kind of talk about, um, my newest platform that I created, um, which is, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's called, uh, I've been actually working on it for like the past, like four or five months. And, um, Mm -hmm. it's called, it's called my fittest hour. So it's basically the whole concept came from, it's basically a health and wellness kind of brand, but the whole concept came Mm -hmm. from, you know, like realizing that, um, you know, the foundation for me in my life has always been kind of like something where I'm taking the time to to help, like, to, to maintain myself or to improve myself in it. And that, mm-hmm. like, that, that came from, like, fitness. Like, fitness was always like, okay, I'm having a bad day. I'm going to go do some – I'm going to go do a workout, and I'm going to feel better because I'm going to feel accomplished, you know. And mm-hmm. – um, so basically it came from there and I realized how by doing that, it was carrying over in other aspects of my life. So mm-hmm. by being, by taking that like hour a day and it was like a mental escape or, you know, um, it was kind of like boosting me into other areas of like my life is like saving me time from, for just like, Hey, I'm going to be more productive because I already just got a small win right there. You know, right. I, I feel good. I feel good. I feel like the energy, the endorphins from that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be better in, in the rest of the area in my life. You know, I'm going to because I'm happier from the, you know, that makes me happy. So that means mm-hmm. I'm going to be happier in relationships with people. I'm going to be happier mm-hmm. when I'm, in my, in my, in the rest of my life and like, you know, my job or whatever I'm doing, you know, so it all kind of carried over to having that foundation. That's why I call it my fittest hour. It's like having that hour a day and it doesn't always have, it doesn't have to be fitness, but it's like an hour a day of like, you know, self and improvement, you know, self care. Yeah. yeah. To basically regain control of your time, your mind and your body to be your best self in all areas of your life. Um, so this is actually something I'm super passionate and I'm super connected to it. You know, it's, it's the way I've, I've lived everything and it's really just more so about, you know, my fitness hour is about mental health. It's just, you know, that I've been in so many points in my life where, uh, you know, I've been in in struggle points to where super low points and I didn't know which direction to go. And I realized that, you know, by having that foundation and creating those habits, you know, it allowed me to kind of pick myself out of there and, um, you know, continue to grow myself. And that this, this past spring was one of those points in time where I was just really questioning what I wanted to do um, with my whole platform and where I wanted to go and with it, or even if I wanted to come back to New York, I honestly didn't, I couldn't see it clearly enough where, where things were going. And, when you can't see something clear enough, you get overwhelmed. And, um, you know, that's, that's how I felt at the time. And, um, long story short, I, 
eventually came across a, you know, a, a consultant that I've been working with and he helped me kind of like fill in the gaps of my, uh, my weaknesses and made me do some really soul searching and self-discovery. And I think that just, that just ignited my, my flame to, uh, to be creative again. And, um, you know, it's just been a passion of, you know, like for as long as I can remember, just, just bettering my health and bettering my life. And I can't, I can't, I can't honestly say that like I wake up each day and I'm thinking like, how can I better myself today than yesterday? And it's, it's just, it's it grown so much in the past, like, you know, five years of where I just want to say, okay, well, what can I, what can I do next to myself? And it's just been, it's been like that. And I want to help men, especially because I feel like men, men struggle with the, the mental health the most because you know mm-hmm. they, we're, we're we're taught we're taught like you know not to express our feelings you know from an early age mm-hmm. we're taught to be strong we're talking like man up you know and uh yep we 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 bottle all these things in and then we don't get in touch with our emotions but honestly like mm-hmm. getting in touch getting in touch with my emotions was like the best thing i ever did you know like i'm i'm not afraid to cry I cry, I cry just from like watching some shows now, like, you know, and just, <laughs> you know, but it, it, but it feels great when I do, it's not like a, yeah. it's not like a stat. It's like, it's like, Hey man, it's like, okay, I am, it touched I, I'm alive. Mm-hmm. I feel alive, right. from, you know, from crying. And I think it's helped me grow because I'm so in touch with my emotional side. And I want to, I want to be able to, to share that with, with other men and help them become their best selves. And that, and that's kind of like the whole concept of my fifth hours is helping people kind of uh, re-alter like the way they think about things because just just look at like I kind of changed from like uh, you know like I said long hair party bus guy to where mm-hmm. I am now it all yeah it all started it all started with one change and and then it it connected to so many other changes and I think you have to just rewire your system and I. I just want to help people kind of like uh, mainly men just get to uh, get to that point in their life and just, you know, share my experiences with them of what I learned along my journey to save them the same struggles that I went through, you know? So I think um, it's, 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 it's important for me to kind of, uh, you know, share my knowledge in some sort of way. And I think that's the best way to do it is, and then that's, it's basically like my kind of coaching community. Is there a website people can go to? Yes. Um, I just launched the website, uh, myfittesthour.com. And, um, you know, you, you can sign up and watch the webinar that I, I created for it as well okay. um, on there. And, um, yeah, no, I'm super excited about it because I think, like I said, it, you know, even though I'm passionate about, like, you know, the vegan and sustainability I think it's all connected because, you know, once you start making changes to your life, um, you know, you start being more mindful of everything. And um, that's how, that's how I uh, made the changes that I did. I, I went, mm-hmm. you know, and started opening myself and making changes and becoming mindful. And then I connected the dots and then now I'm Captain Planet. Yeah, you totally are. A hundred percent. I appreciate and, that, yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned this because World Health Day was mental health day, excuse me, was just October tenth, so this falls mm-hmm. in line with that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that uh has been 
overlooked and you know 75 percent of mm-hmm. all all suicides are are men are males so mm-hmm. um, there's definitely um you know a much needed uh gap in the industry that you know that needs to be looked at and that's and that's men's mental health and it's kind of like and then society i mean it's really we can blame society for that for telling us you know that we have to act this way and just the way we're raised to to be hey we got to be the strong ones and the women can be the emotional ones i I think right we all need to be when you all need to be equal and in touch with our you know our stuff and uh Mm -hmm. i just i really want to just people get to where i'm at you know. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight. This has been amazing. It's been so awesome to get to know you beyond the good hair, beyond the gorgeous smile. <laughs> and and just like I don't know, I just feel like so much more connected to you as a person now. Like love it. I'm so glad you came on tonight. No, I, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you for, for having me and uh of I, course. I time to uh to speak uh about the, the things going on in my life. Absolutely. And once again, tell everybody where they can find you on what the platforms, Instagram and if you have Twitter or Facebook. Go ahead and let them know. Okay. Uh you guys can find me on Instagram at the vegan model, the underscore vegan model um mm-hmm. and my newest uh, platform is my dot com. Yep. awesome again thanks phil for coming on today that's awesome and i obviously will talk to you after the show um guys be prepared for our sunday episode and thanks for listening as always thanks for coming all right on. thank you so much for having me take care You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.